The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. When you talk about it, you could be talking about Mars. It's just not real. You see it on the news, but it isn't real. But when you go there, the reality of it settles in on you. And the second thing that settles in on you is you realize, you know, we can do this. What are we doing? We can't just leave this to whosoever will. This is our nation's capital. Next on Life Today, join founding pastor of Covenant Church, Mike Hayes, as he works to influence the influencers in bringing about national renewal. to be able to share with you life today, life every day. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I are thrilled to have a person of influence who has written a book titled Influence. And listen to this, Becoming the Leader That Changes the World. Influence, my case. Pastor Covenant Church in Dallas and many other branches and all over the world, he's made an impact. And God has recently led him to Washington, D.C. to plant himself there much of the time to minister to our leaders. And we're going to talk about influence. We're going to talk about the nation and how we pray with, with real hope for the transformation we need. Would you welcome Pastor Mike Hayes to life today? Thank you. Mike, good to see you. Good to see you and Betty. And how, how's the climate up in Washington? And I'm not talking about the temperature. What's the climate like? It is, you know, Washington has to be one of the most interesting cities in the world. The, the power that is there just makes the hair on your arm stand up when you get there. The decisions that are made there affect the whole world. The warfare that is there is very real. You don't have to imagine it. Spiritual warfare over that region is so real. You know, James, what Kathy and I did is, we, you mentioned the church. We founded Covenant Church here in the Metroplex 40 years ago, 1976, and in 2016, October, just a few months ago, uh, we set Stephen, our son, in as the senior pastor of the church. That freed us to go to Washington, D.C. We opened what we call the Center for National Renewal. It's two blocks from the Capitol, and we have a condo can, there. Can we put a website up? We can. But tell, okay, yeah, what, what Center, that... Center for National Renewal. Just what you said, okay? Yeah. And uh, it's two blocks from the Capitol, and we got a condo there. We're spending more time there than here right now. The church here is doing great. Stephen's leadership is awesome, and I'm so proud of him, and I'm thankful for a healthy transition where a church goes on to great things. And we're still a part of that, but he is the pastor of that, freeing me to do what I believe is next. Now, I'm, I've either lost my mind or this is God. I, I did have a night. A few weeks ago, Kathy and I were preparing for bed, and I was laying there reading. We were in D.C., and I looked over at her and said, Kathy, what in the world have we done? <laughs> we had a great life. <laughs> but it was, to be honest, it was a particularly dark night of warfare. That's the only thing I know to say. I you can just, that. you can feel it in sure. the heavens right over you. But God is so faithful, and He's doing good things, and we're getting our feet on the ground, and Great things are happening, James. We envision that the Center for Renewal, we really have four key words that we built it on. Number one is intercession, and we opened a nationwide prayer team that people have joined. Almost 300,000 have joined that since October. 
so that I can send out prayer updates. Here's what's going on in the, in the Capitol. Here's what we need to be praying about. The second word, James, is education. What I'm learning, and I just did a pastor's conference last week with 800 pastors in Florida. Every time I survey them now, how many of you, I ask, have never been to Washington, D.C.? Always at least 50% of the pastors that I deal with in America have never been to Washington, D.C. Well, what that means is, is that when you talk about it, you could be talking about Mars. It's just not real. You see it on the news, but it isn't real. But when you go there, the reality of it settles in on you. And the second thing that settles in on you is you realize, you know, we can do this. What are we doing? We can't just leave this to whosoever will. This is our nation's capital. We have to have part in this. We have to pray for this. We have to raise up great leaders to impact this place. So the third word, James, is reconciliation. And the fourth word is influence. And the way I came to this, if I could just tell the story sure. quickly, is that a few years ago, I was touring in Ephesus, following in the steps of the Apostle Paul. And I'd been to Athens, to Rome. Now I'm in Ephesus, Corinth, and the places he wrote letters. And I realized that the places Paul went to in his day were the Paris and DCs and New York cities of that day. No doubt. He went to the power centers of that day. But how did he get there, James? And this is what amazed me. When you read Paul's story in the book of Acts, he starts out from Caesarea, headed on a prisoner ship in shackles, going to Rome, he thinks, for his trial. You know the story. They get in a storm, the ship breaks up. <laughs> They land on Malta, the island. The snake tries to bite him. He had more troubles than you can imagine, but he's not going to Rome for the reason he thinks. He thinks he's going to Rome to be put on trial. But when he gets to Rome, they've lost the paperwork. <laughs> so he said, well, while I'm here, I might as well start ministering the gospel. <laughs> now, just a couple years later, James, a man who lands in Rome in shackles writes to the Philippians, and in chapter 4, verse 22 of the book of Philippians, Paul says, the saints here in Rome send you greetings, <laughs> especially the family of Caesar's house. How in the world do you go from being a prisoner headed to a trial, and now you have converted and are pastoring Caesar's family? <laughs> That's, That's influence. God. There That's you gone. go. Sound a little bit like a Trump story today. <laughs> That's right. It can be exactly that. There's no question. Exactly. And God is opening the door. You know, you've heard me talk about, and I've said this to the whole world. I've never, I've been preaching 55 years. I'm in public ministry. Never in my life have I seen more receptive, fertile soil in a man's life than I'm seeing in that man's life. Now, don't try to change him from being blustery and bold and outspoken. That'd be like changing me to get soggy and soft and mushy and really doubt what I'm saying. That ain't going to be me. No. You know, I may be off and wrong, but I'll never be in doubt. You agree with that? <laughs> right, so the point is that this, this is just, he's, he's, he's who he is. But inside, something's happening. That is precisely what you're saying. The power of the gospel and the love of God can do to yep. impact Caesar, any leader, any person, and that's what God wants. Absolutely. And, and God plans that, James. First of all, to encourage people, you need to know this, that the current Congress that's in session right now is the 115th Congress. 
I had a congressman tell me that by actual fact, he's from Texas, the 115th Congress, James, is filled with more fired up, spirit-filled believers than any Congress in 200 years wow. right wow. now. They're wow. praying, awesome. they're leading, yeah. they're, they're, they're put there for this season. Well, nine of our cabinet members are praying every week. Governor yeah. Perry calls me, now he says, Secretary Perry. He yeah. said, this is happening. Then I began to talk to others and then it was confirmed. And Vice President Pence told me last week, they're praying every week. Isn't that awesome? It is. Uh, Michelle Bachman, that's a friend of oh, this program. Awesome. Uh, we had lunch with her a couple weeks ago, and she said, Mike, I can't go to all the prayer meetings that are happening all <laughs> over this city. That's, that's the proliferation of what God's doing. Thank God for that. But James, back to Paul for just a moment, and I want to apply this really to yeah, all of us. I've seen it in, in your life. If we can go back, Betty, to a very dark time in our nation's history, it was one week uh, after 9-11 had happened. You remember the dark cloud we were under just after 9-11? Governor Perry called about 20 or 25 spiritual leaders from around Texas. I was honored to go. You were there, James. And we met with Governor Perry in the governor's mansion. Right. And to be honest, there was some talk about this and that, and, and we weren't getting anywhere. But there was a heavy need to pray. And I watched you come alongside, put your arm around Governor Perry, and, and take that group into a place of praying for him and for the state and for our nation. And I believe I told you that day, if not soon thereafter. I saw a real father's anointing on you to bless leaders. You know, I appreciate the fact that you are fulfilling the calling of a father, I say apostolic father, because an apostle really is one who, you know, it's from the old Greek word, the apostleship was the first ship that went into a new territory with representatives to take everything about the culture of the country they represented into a newly conquered territory. That was the apostleship. The apostleship said, we're gonna bring the language of our kingdom, the culture of our kingdom, the monetary system of our kingdom. It didn't start out as a church or spiritual word. It was a word the Roman Empire then later adopted, and then the church began to use it because they understood what an apostle was. So I've seen you fulfill the father's role that you fill now, and I appreciate that so much because so many of us, you know, Paul said you've got 10,000 teachers, but not many fathers. I think a lot of us are so busy trying to get down how to be a son, we, we never step gracefully into that father's role and begin to do that, and that's what we, that's what we need. Here's what I see, James, in, in Acts chapter nine, when Saul is converted on the road to Damascus and becomes Paul, he needs teaching and instruction. So the Holy Spirit speaks to Ananias, just a little disciple that's following the Lord and. You, you talk about an influence. I don't know a lot else about Ananias, but I know that he was a mentor to Paul who became the greatest evangelist statesman for the New Testament church in the first century. And, and the Holy Spirit said to Ananias, don't, because Ananias was afraid of Paul and had reason to be. He said, don't worry. I love this in the verse. It says, he, he prayeth. He's, <laughs> he's one of us now. That's what the old King James said. He, he's one of us now. But here's what, here's what God said to Ananias. He, meaning Paul, is called to the Gentiles, to kings, and to the house of Israel. 
And that caught my attention. I'd read that so many times and missed that middle portion, James. Gentile nations are genetic or national identities. And house of Israel was the Israelites. That's a nation. But right in the middle of that, God says, I'm calling him to Gentile nations, calling him to the Jewish people, and I'm calling him to kings. Well, kings is not a national designation. It's a leadership role. Wow. And so God says, I want you to know straight up, I'm calling him to reach kings because I want my kingdom represented at the highest levels of every wow. government in the earth. Wow. And really, I think that we that, should take that, that call. That is the, the temperament of the people who birthed this nation. Absolutely. They were those kind of leaders who had been impacted by that kind of witness and power. Agree? Absolutely. And the greatest nation for, let's say, spreading peace and prosperity around the world was birthed with those kind of leaders. Absolutely. Leaders that believe that that government should be of the people, for the people, by the people. Absolutely. And that government should be under God's leadership. You can't go to Washington, D.C., James, and not see the founder's imprint of the hand of God everywhere. And his capital. word is carved in the stone. Absolutely. If they don't proclaim it, the rocks cry out against them. Absolutely. They testify of the word of God. They can't get it out. Absolutely. It's carved in right over the Supreme Court everywhere. Mike, I want them to know it again. And, and you know the book influence. This is great. Uh, you can get it online in the bookstores. And I'll tell you what we'll do. We, we're giving away the words of Jesus. You're never going to want up that. You know that. And we're giving this to people who help give a cup of water in Jesus' name. But I want to I give this to all of you that who want it. One of the greatest men that we've known in our lifetime said something to one of the most successful men and one of the greatest Christians that I know and witnesses, and that's Mike Ingram in, in Scottsdale and in Arizona. Uh, El Dorado is one of his companies. Mike, I love you. Uh, you, you. You and your wife are just incredible. His life was changed. He lost everything. And when he lost everything, he was saying to God, God, I was trying to give to you. Why, why to lose everything? He lost in the SNLs and everything went back in the early 80s, went down. And he said, God, I was doing it. And he said, God spoke to me, James. I'm not wanting to talk about hearing something out loud, but I did. He said, Mike, I don't want your money. I want you. Mm-hmm. And he said, James, I gave God my life. And he said, I made a commitment to God. I'd never be in debt again. Well, not only did he not go in debt, he didn't let other people go in debt in all the investments, which he's made people a lot of money without any debt. It's been mm-hmm. a miracle. Mm-hmm. Here's what Mike Ingram said to me. Bill Bright, who he respected and helped Campus Crusade, and I did one of the last interviews with Bill in his, in his uh, condominium apartment when he was on with the oxygen and loved him and his precious wife so much. And he said, Bill Bright said this to me, Mike, influence the influencers. He said, Mike, I didn't say influence the affluent. I said influence the influencers. Mm-hmm. The coach, the teacher, the business person, the parents, they influence. To me, this is what you're saying to all of us. Yeah. We witness to everybody, but ask God to let us influence the people that influence. And Washington is a seat of power. Would you agree that you can sense the principalities and powers of darkness and deception heavy over that city? And the only way we're going to see that break, which I think we're seeing it, you're telling us, is to influence the influencers. 
you've planted yourself there. Yeah. We need to support Mike, pray for him, go to that website, help him. Do you agree that is the way we spend our life? I do. I think that, uh, you know, one of the things that, and, and I, I don't want this to be misunderstood at all, James. In fact, before I leave here now, I want one of those eagles. Now, I don't have to take <laughs> it with me tonight, but I'll give whatever it costs. You said 1200 That's a deal because I picked this up a while ago. First of all, I admire beautiful art. This is a beautiful, I, there's lots of eagles out there. It's unique. It's beautiful. I want one for my collection, and I'll do a water well for it, okay? okay good. All right? So that's, that's done, and I hope a lot of other people do that. Right. I'm, I'm right here with it, you're, and this is a beautiful... You're influencing people, so everybody well, that can do that, do I, Are y'all hearing him? I appreciate it. <laughs> I, absolutely. You, I do. No, I, I do. Well, and we're going to send your book to people who will just give a cup of water. If they'll, if they'll just help us, we're going to say thank you with the other materials. We, we never give to our viewers and those who support us to get them to give. Right. We give for the same reason they give. We give to bless. So when someone says, I want to give a cup of water, help you drill a well, then we say, well, we want to put you in the words of Jesus. Yeah. These are the words of Jesus. We want to get you to the words of healing so that you can see right. a miracle. We, we saw that miracle in process with Randy Travis. We try to hand people something to bless them. And this is, you know what it becomes? It becomes a conversation piece. Yeah. To talk about an eagle being able to fly faster by going with dependence on speed of jet streams to be able to fly faster than he can go. He's designed for that yeah. and to rise higher. And so are we, yeah. to rise like eagles. So thank you for that. I want to share with all of our viewers what I believe you're excited about, and that is doing exactly what you just said you want to help Absolutely. do. Here, here's what I'd like you to do. Now, now please, I, I, if you can give a well, I pray you will. Could you give a, a cup of water? Most of the wells, the 5,000, and now we're drilling 400 more with your help, most of them are drilled by people who give $48. That gives 10 people water the rest of their life. That's really what it does. 144 will give 30 people. Now just think about it. There's a level at which you can help. I want you to watch, and then you say, God, what do you want me to do? Watch closely. Watch prayerfully. This is a journey that we go on because we want to show you reality. We want to show you how people live. It's supposed to be a water source. I mean, I'm, I am, uh, look at this. I'm so uh, hot right now and thirsty, but I mean, look at this water. And then there's, you know, there's another little pool right there just beyond a little bit larger, but it's, it's filthy. Well, this is where people come to get water. It just makes me want to lay my head down and just start crying because it's all people have. Sí, es horrible porque, por ejemplo, ver a un niño que viene con una diarrea, que está deshidratado y verlo que aquí a veces no podemos hacer nada porque This story could be repeated from thousands of locations around the world. Families suffering with diarrhea and dehydration. Tragically, for young children whose immune systems cannot ward off the effects of illnesses caused by diseased water, it can lead to an early grave. I was born in the 
Bagenda Bakirigui or Mamma, so he go by Yama, Candy Baggins and Gabba to Kayakaria to Koresha, a cavalier tumor, Haggins the Honoman, a rap for in Boyao Mazi, There is a simple solution that would put an end to the physical and emotional hardships families are having to endure. It can be summed up in the words of the psalmist like cold water to a thirsty soul so is the good news from a far country. You know, with your help, we can provide little children like this with fresh, clean water. It's really pretty simple, but it takes all of us doing our part, joining together, to give not only a cup of water, as Jesus said, but a well of water. I pray you'll make that life-giving call today, and children and their families in so many parts of the world will receive a chance at life because of the love of God shared through you. And that is exactly our prayer, Betty. To me, those are very touching scenes when you see the pain that comes. But when you switch over and look at the joy that comes from an expression of love, that really in so many ways is simple. You know, for the cost of a nice meal with the family, we can give 10 people water the rest of their life, $48. Uh, $144, sometimes you have a big gathering and you eat. Uh, we can give 30 people water the rest of their life. The, the wells cost $4,800. i am glad we've been able to give wells. Every time we're able to give a well, we ask God to let us do that. I think we've got many viewers who want to do that, who want to I come in too. and help. I do too, I know you do. And as, as we all watch those mothers dip down in that water and bring up that cup, every time they dip down, they're bringing up death, possible death to their children. Let's make a difference. Let's let them dip down into fresh, clean water and then put a smile on their face because they know they're doing something that's going to help their child. It's going to save their life, possibly. So please join with us and let's drill the water wells and make some mamas really happy and some children be able to dance around in the water if we've seen them do. It's a celebration of life. You know, I'm watching you over here on the monitor and I see those beautiful dimples and that smile. And I just think, boy, I'm just so blessed. Well, listen to me. Did you not see those little kids smiling? I mean, we can just show you so many faces smiling. And we can show you a grandmother. I don't think she still has a tooth left in her head. And she's so happy. I mean, just they got water. It's, it's like a miracle. And that's exactly what it is. It's a miracle of love that provides life. Isn't that what Jesus did? Isn't that what God did? He so loved us, he gave. He gave his son, not just to die, but to be raised to live in us and give us life now and forever. He don't die to get eternal life, die and get eternal life. We receive eternal life in Christ and we live it here and for eternity, but we share it. That's what we're doing. Would you right now go online, Life Today, or would you dial that number that's a prayer line? But today, it's, it's really and truly, uh, it's an answer to prayer line. I mean, it's a lifeline. Would you, would you call and say, I'm going to drill a well. My company's going to drill a well. A friend of mine agreed to do it. My wife and I, we're, together, we're going to drill a well. Or we're going to give a portion of it and pray others join us. Most of the support comes from people who give $48, and that gives 10 people water, the miracle they need. 144.30. There's a level at which you can help us. And where we can't get in to drill the well, we now have a filter system where we can give three families 
the ability to filter water that will give them clean, non-disease contaminated water, three families for $100. There is a level, I'm telling you, there's a place where you can step in. Please, lifetoday.org or dial the number. Go get your bike card. Use it like a miracle card. Use it like a check. If you wanna write a check, make it to life, but call us and tell us what you're putting in the mail. We need to know. We've got 400 areas where they wanna hear Water's on the way, a miracle. Water for life because of the water of life, and we will be telling them about it. Please do it now, right now. Every day, children living in extreme poverty are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink polluted water filled with deadly disease, or perhaps die of thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. The good news is there is a solution. Mission Water for Life is one of the most proven and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. Suffering can't end because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, you can help drill 400 water wells in remote villages in 15 nations. A gift of $48 will provide disease-free water for 10 people. $72 will provide for 15 people and $144 will help provide clean water straight from the ground for 30 people. Please also consider an additional gift of $100 to help provide three families with water filtration kits in emergency areas where our drilling rigs are unable to reach. As our thank you, we'll send you the books Words of Jesus and Words of Healing. One contains only the words of Jesus and the other scriptures for healing in your body, mind, and soul. With your $100 gift, you can receive both hardbound and softbound editions of these scripture promise books. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well. And you may request our beautiful hand-sculpted Determined Eagle Bronze. Please call, write, or make your gift online. You know what's amazing? If we just walk in here by a dump and buy just contaminated water, and little old children will come over to us and just want to they just want a hug. They just want somebody to love them. They do. Children do. They they draw to that uh, a love and affection when they sense it, James, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we can notice them, and we can say we want to help them. But the only way we can give water to children like this and give them a better future is for you to care enough. I mean, we can come and see the need. We can pray about it. We can weep over it but we can't meet the need unless you help us do it. And that's when, that's when the difference is made, is when it's not only our gift, but your gift and others' gifts that we can really make, we can make a change in these areas where it's so desperately needed. Please join with us and let's do that. You know, I'm, I'm smiling a little bit. I know, I know you're responding, but Mike, he, he's just been such a blessing and he's excited about wanting to get that eagle. I am. And uh, he said, how do you get several? <laughs> so we have a little discussion on all that. Would you say thanks again to uh, Mike for just blessing us? And if you want, listen to me, if you want his book on Empress, listen, this is not a long read, but it's a powerful read. I hope you'll get it. Join me again saying thanks to you, Mike. Bless you up in Washington, praying for you. Bless Covenant Church. God bless all of you. Thanks for being here. Thank you.
when planning your future, keep their future in mind. Contact Life Planning Services today. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.